So Crisp, a tasty bite-sized podcast that serves business, bravery, branding, beauty, sex, love, motherhood, womanhood, feminism, labels, psychology, marketing, messaging, mavenry, musicals, and the mess we call life. All deliciously dished up and ready to consume. In fact, is there anything we don't discuss? Not with Jay Crisp Crow, copywriting queen from Crisp Copy in the kitchen. I hope you're hungry. Alex Meadows is one of Perth's most fabulous hairdressers. She doesn't do your nan's hair, though she would if your nan was cool, but instead her Instagram showcases an array of delectable and delicious colours like rainbow ice creams. We were squished together in a stretch limo talking about hair and what do you do for a buck and suddenly I'm showing Alex my little guy's Instagram and he's booking his first ever gig performing alongside a whole bunch of professional performers because I am the ultimate dance mum. During what that that what do you do for a living conversation straight after Alex said she was a hairdresser she said but I'm about to run my first huge charity event next year and I was absolutely fascinated because who decides they can take something like this on with little experience of running massive charity events? Like what could go wrong, right? So, and I really wondered if she would tell me if I asked her what went wrong. So I know that there are plenty of you in events who've been hit hard by the last two years and plenty more of you who would love to do something like this at this scale. So Alex agreed to come on So Crisp and share it all with you, the good, the bad and the ugly cries. So massive welcome, Alex, you brave Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. You're um, so lovely to have. So let's start at the beginning. Tell us about being one of Perth's funkiest hairdressers. What's that like? What's your what's your job like in your career and how did you pick it? Tell us everything. Uh, I I started in a salon in East Perth um, and I I just, I don't want to fit, I don't want to sound full of myself, but it just happened. I didn't know. I outgrew it. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. And what happens when you outgrow something is you start having awesome ideas and sharing them and you, you get a bit of resistance and that's when you know you need to move on. So I was sacked. Um, and then Did you say I got, you, were, you were sacked? Yeah. I told, I told my boss I wanted to do extra work out of her work and, of course, that's not conducive to where you're working. Um, so she was like, oh, okay, I can give you more hours. And then immediately I felt, I don't want to do any more hours. Yeah. yeah. And that's when you know you've got to go out and do it by yourself. Yeah, go on, out on your own. Um, so what's your business name so that everyone can find you on the Instagram? Norma Jean and Jimmy Dean, mobile we, wedding hair. We will, um, I'll hook that up in the in the show notes too. So then tell us about the gala. Like how do you go from... I'm making people's hair incredibly amazing every day to, do you know what? I might want to put on a massive charity event. Like who's involved? How did that start? When was the first time you thought that's a good idea? Well, first of all, I didn't know it was going to get this big. (laughs) Second of all, um, I just kept having people that were super duper talented sit in my chair and tell me their stories and I got a collection of them and then I, I was doing some self-help stuff and it came across my feed, my brain feed, that I yeah. should probably um, help, help kids, help kids out. And what better way to do that than squish all these really, really talented people together in a room. 
yeah which is the recobite which is a hole <laughs> um and make some money for them cool all right so it was so so Okay, so did you realise when you were thinking of it from the perspective of I know all of these really talented people, I could put them Mm. all together and do something good for children, did you realise, there was there a part of your thinking that was like, oh, okay, this is like I'm running an event, Um, I need to be aware of. That that sentence did not go through my head. (laughs) I was like, no, we'll just put them together. Right. Wow. That's so, I love that it's so kind of bullshy of you without even knowing <laughs> that that's what you were, what you were doing. So tell us who's involved. Like who are the talented people that you found besides the dance one that <laughs> you couldn't get away from in the stretch of the because it was packed full. Tell you us about what? your performers. Hugo and Yo-Yo just balance the whole thing out. They are just <laughs> tremendous and yeah. so talented. Yeah. Um, so the people that were sitting in my chair were um, Paige Seville. I mm-hmm. found her at DeVille's pad when that was still a thing. So when I just named my business and just been fired and was <laughs> like, okay, I'm totally doing this. Um, Norma Jean is Marilyn Monroe's original name. And I saw Paige Seville at DeVille's pad dressed as Marilyn. And I was like, well, this isn't a mistake. So I went up to her and said, may I take photos of you in exchange for doing your hair complimentary? Yeah. And she was like, yeah, totally. I love it. So that's been a nine, eight year long relationship. Yeah, lovely. And and she works for WEMA, um, which is a, uh, like a, they they teach kids how to sing and play instruments and. Cool. so she's got heaps of friends there. So she told her friends and they told their friends. And then I had um, Beck that owns Connecticut drop me a line on Instagram and she's like, do you do um, like upstyles and stuff? And I was like, yeah, yeah. Little did I know that I'd have to do upstyles that go upside down. <laughs> um, and she's now got heaps of people from Connecticut coming to me um yeah just it's it's been an influx of talented people and it would have would have been a crime not to get them all together so how many performers do you have all together because I know you also have the um police part the the police marching band and the tag dancers which is a troupe and like there's quite a few humans involved right would you be surprised if I hadn't counted how many <laughs> Actually, no. Now that I you just... say that, maybe I'm not surprised. I love it. Do you know there's something about <clears throat> even copywriters, and I know that I relate everything back to copywriters, so I'm sorry everybody else in every other industry ever, but even copywriters, sometimes it's nice to start from a place of not knowing what you're up against. Like sometimes those those women that get in their own way by like checking out every other well-paid, well-situated copywriter in the world, you'll just talk yourself out of doing it. If you just kind totally. of go in with this, it's it's like ignorance. That's how I start anything though. Is it? That's how I, Is that just well, your personality? When, when I'm thinking about doing hair and I'm like, oh, yeah, that would be amazing. You know, I'm always thinking about the end result. Yeah. But no one actually, yeah, you don't put into perspective how much time it takes but it's all worth it at the end yeah yeah right 
Well, yeah, maybe if- that's, it obviously works for you because this thing <laughs> has come together in a way that it just looks so schmick and amazing from the outside. And obviously like <clears throat> being ultimate dance, hashtag ultimate dance mom, I've been to all the rehearsals and the the speed at which professionals can learn things and have them at performance level just blew me away. I was like, wow, these guys, no wonder there's only two practices all together. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's just amazing. But it obviously works for you because it's all kind of, it's all come together. I, you know, I don't think you should change any part of that process at all. So no. And when when you when you are working with that kind of person, you can just go, this is what I want you to do. I'm not going to micromanage you. Just yeah. be awesome. Yeah, go and do it. Yeah. Yeah. And so why the Daniel Morecambe Foundation? Why was that why was that um the that, spot that you decided to donate to? Uh we landed there because I that it really, really hit me hard when I saw that on the news in two thousand and three. When yeah. when when we saw that that little boy had gone missing. Yeah. Um and we like me and my family, because I used to live in Brisbane, we followed the whole thing. Um right up till nine years later when they found his remains and the the 10 years later when they went to court and it was resolved it was completely resolved in 10 years 10 years three months and seven days yeah right so that's that's nearly 20 years of having something impact you and then deciding that this is the thing that you'll do something for it's a long time isn't it yeah yeah and so why did you decide that you could do this? I think that that's obviously we know that you thought that you could give back and that you had all these talented folk around you and you thought, well, I'll do a thing and it kind of became bigger than Ben-Hur. But, yeah. like, why did you decide that you could do it? Because I think what would be interesting to the listeners is, like, getting an insight into how very dare you think you can run this massive charity event during, like, you're dodging COVID lockdowns. Um, I know, a, right. Yeah, in a world where the event industry has really had to, you know, pivot. Like We went to see Priscilla, Queen of the Desert on the last night and the producers came on stage and thanked everybody for coming to the, a sold-out show. And by the end of her um, thank you speech, she was in tears <laughs> because wow. of the gratitude for, you know, we, we can't bring in performers a lot of the time and we can't send our amazing performers who are super talented over to other states or over to other countries. And yeah. so, you know, when you are used to being able to do that as an industry and suddenly you have to put something together just with what you've got here and now because nothing can be shipped in or out, um, I think it, <clears throat> it it can be a little bit tricky, but it can also showcase the fact that we have some incredible talent here on the ground that oh, we're oozing with talent yeah yeah oozing. so why um, did you think you could like why did you think yeah do you know what that's something that i could possibly definitely how dare i i'm not qualified <laughs> i'm just a hairdresser um <laughs> I'm, I'm not i'm nowhere near qualified but yeah like you said you can talk yourself i taught myself i used to talk myself out of heaps and heaps and heaps of stuff yeah but you don't get a label for doing stuff before you do it so, yes. Oh, yeah. there's the snippet. That's going at the top of the show notes. Well done. So <laughs> what of the some of the, like, I should have seen that coming moments where it all went a bit sideways. Tell us about well, the ugly parts well, where you ugly cried because I know there were a few. Um, getting the rights to the music. Yeah, tell us would, about that story. That was super anxiety. Yeah. Is that even a sentence? Yeah, it is now. I, I had lots of anxiety. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm a normally pretty cool person, but the this is really boring but the the music is owned by three different entities 
So three different businesses own different percentages, not even songs, but mm. percentages of the whole soundtrack to The Greatest Showman. Right. So I had to converse with them separately. And so they don't talk to each other. They don't they don't talk to each other. Right. They all want pro rata, which I'm not really sure actually what that means, but I think it's if they get it, then I want that too. Right. Um, right. And I've learnt what GP G B O is, general box office. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I had to skip around that and send I've never sent so many emails in my whole life right that was and, that was really hard and I've just I just signed the last contract last night for three percent oh yeah. my goodness so all this time we everybody oh, all this time you're like I hope this works because and the performance yeah. is Friday let's yeah. just put that into perspective for everybody this one-off event as I keep saying to the little kids like you've got to do it good the first time because it's not like a competition where you get to go back out on the floor <laughs> it's one time kids yeah. um this one-off event is Friday this Friday and we are yeah. recording this on Wednesday morning <laughs> because we're busy working ladies yeah right <laughs> yeah so what has it taught you about yourself like what have you what is this um this whole thing where you've had to where you've had to, because you did with the licensing and stuff, at one point you did kind of think, do you know what? Let's just change direction on the whole darn thing and not have to deal with any of this, right? I, I did because I was feeling for the performers and they had to start practicing. I yeah. think that was at, at the five-week mark. and I yeah. Yeah. And I resigned myself to the fact that I was just going to pay this huge lump sum because they hadn't come back to me with the 3%. Yeah. And... Um, and then I emailed everyone and said, look, I'm just going to sign the contract for the 6%. And one of them said, oh, we've just quoted you for the 6%. We haven't actually, you know, waived you for the 6%. So that's when I just oh, wow. had a breakdown. Um, and then they came, okay, and then we wrote a whole show, another show. Yep. And it was seven days to the day that I got that information that I got another email going, congratulations, they've approved you for the, for the 3%. Wow. So wow, that's so stressful. A, a week in show business is like th- three months. <laughs> <laughs> so what did that teach you about Alex? Like what is what is Alex going to do with her newfound, <clears throat> I can actually make 3% happen because I'm a magician now. Yeah, it kind of feels like that. Don't, yeah, don't take... Uh, the first answer as a brick wall, take it as right. a um, a boogie board and you can probably snap it in half and put a hole in it or whatever. Um, <laughs> they're malleable, they're breakable, they're light um, and you can get around them. <laughs> um, but before when you were asking me um, what, what were you asking me before? I asked you, what have you learned about yourself? Why did you decide you could do this? What about you made you think, oh, yeah, I'll just run a massive event? Yeah, how dare I? Yes, yes, yes. Um, I think I just took it bit by bit because I didn't know how big it was going to get. Yeah. Plus I've done, I've done some personal work with Lani Nalu 
and she's she's the cheerleader that you need in the morning to help you get out of bed and Aww. help you realize you know if if not you who if not now when yeah um, I love that oh that's not my quote that's no 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 but I love I love that that's how you that, that Hermione that, said that at the, in the UN <laughs> she stole it off someone Hermione else Hermione said that <laughs> I love it but it's true like like <clears throat> they, all these women that are doing all of these incredible things, it, half of the time it's only because they decided that they would give it a crack. Yeah, and and because I didn't have anyone around me, it's really important who you surround yourself with. I didn't have anyone around me that goes, "That's a stupid idea." Yeah, right. That is that is so important. I'm so glad that, you said that. Yeah, that can really whip the carpet from underneath your feet. Yeah. And especially if it's somebody that you actually think that knows what they're doing or talking about. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think you're absolutely right. It's so anybody, really <clears throat> if there are women out there who are listening who are thinking, God, that's something that I'd love to do or um, I, I would love to, you know, um, be yeah. that ballsy and do something that is similarly huge, like what would you say to them besides <laughs> get rid of all of the people around you that are possibly going to tell you that it's a terrible idea? Um, if you're projecting positivity, you will attract positive people. And that's how I've made my little cocoon and my salon. Um, I didn't go looking for this. It chose me (laughs) as stupid as that sounds. Um, and I just, everyone that I needed just came to me. I love it. When people hear about what's happening, they know that it's bigger than anything. You know what I mean? It's it's bigger than just one person. Yeah. Um, and as I found out doing all my studying that, yes, the, the Daniel Morecambe abduction happened in Brisbane, but it definitely finished in Perth. Mm. Um, and the WA police did a, an amazing job catching that guy. And it it takes a country to protect protect children not just a village to raise them. Yeah, love it. Everyone, everyone should be involved. And I love and it. We were, we were all children once. Yeah, thankfully we <clears throat> got lucky and made it through. It feels like that sometimes. So you can find um, a whole lot of information about The Great Spectacular, which is a massive gala that is on this Friday night in WA um, at thegreatspectacular.com. All of the info is there. You can find out about all the performers. You can find out about everybody who's been involved. Like we have an event, two event coordinators and a graphic designer and a stage manager. And there are sponsors that you want to go and like give love to and all that. Um, and you can buy tickets, of course, because yeah. there are still some tickets it's available um, for Friday nights. But if you're listening to this after the performance, then it's still worthwhile going onto that website and having a look because there will be some performers that you will definitely want to follow on their social media and find out. And they're all from Perth. And they're all from Perth, um, which just by the way, that's why Whopper's here. Perth actually has the most talented people in the entire of Australia. I challenge anybody that doesn't believe that. And you can follow along with Alex's Instagram because God only knows what she's going to do next. Besides amazing hair that's all the colours of the rainbow but not all at once, you (laughs) might just find yourself in the middle of one of her other big, bold, bolshy, brave, balls-to-the-walls idea. (laughs) Um, 
Alex, what is your, we always do this, this at the end of a So Crisp episode. What is your favourite word? Flagellation. Thank Perfect. you for asking me before. Otherwise, there would have been a long pause there. Flagellation, which I think is perfect for <laughs> if you're in the event industry at the moment, that's probably yeah. will really resonate with you. Thank you, Alex, for coming and talking about this giant shift in your world and super, super, super good luck for Friday. I think it's going to go off like a flipping scream. I think it's going to be amazing. I'm so excited. I bet you are. Well done too. I don't know if yeah. people have said to you, God, bloody hell, well done. <laughs> good job, you. Hope oh, you're proud of yourself. Oh, it's just my idea. Everyone else did all the work. Mm, yeah but there has to be a uh, my mum always says you are the you are the moon by which all of the other planets in our family revolve and without you we would flung off into the somewhere sphere and so you are the moon i'm the moon brings us all together so (laughs) well done you that's lovely it's lovely being in your universe oh meet yeah ditto i'm so glad that we found each other and that i made you be my friend (laughs) Because you couldn't get away from me. Love it. Oh, good. All right. That's how you make friends with uh, grown adults too. Like just yeah. make you go on a stretch hummer. Yep. And they can't get away from you. And you're like, we're going to be friends because we're both cool. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to wrap it up. <clears throat> May your day be so crisp as crisp as the smell of self-tanner and shoe leather and dust on the floorboards of the stage. And if you're a theatre oh. person, you'll know exactly what I mean. This has been So Chris. My guest has been Alex Meadows. Alex is a driving force behind The Great Spectacular. This is Alex's first charity event of this scale. She is a hairdresser in Vic Park that just knows a lot of cool, talented theatrical people and she makes sure she tells them every time you visit. Thank you, Alex. Thank you. Round of applause. Spectacular and great. You've been listening to So Crisp with copywriter, copy coach and consultant Jay Crisp Pro. If you've loved this episode, get all the juicy details and links at crispcopy.com.au forward slash podcast. Make sure you never miss a bite by subscribing to So Crisp wherever you get your podcasts. Want to help us spread the deliciousness? Rate and review this show and share with your mates. Remember, if there's a copy question you want nibbled at, email me straight away right now.